Hey, welcome to the PJ Party Podcast. Thank you for listening today and this week, if you were listening to The Zone. PJ Party? PJ stands for Pun Jenny. Um, yeah, we got a great hell of a show lined up for you this week. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Felt like you and I were in a bit of a mood all week. Yeah. Getting all riled up for Valentine's. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying that you were in a mood this week. I was in a mood this week. I don't know what's going on. I'm a little extra sassy. Yeah. A little grumpy. Oh. A little mumbles here and there. Yes. You know? Yes. Whatever. I love it so Why? much. Yes, it's so good. Ah! I love your sass. I love Thanks. your silly. When you're silly, it's so fun. It's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah. My favorite, friggin', Jenny. Friggin' listeners. Oh, really? Were listeners chapping you? What? Really? Well, I was telling telling people how I really felt about otters, and nope. You <laughs> you don't do that to the otters. You don't you don't tell them that you don't like them. That's going to hurt their feelings. So let's get mad at Jenny for telling her true feelings about things. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. See, now this is what happens, Jen. You're going down a slippery slope of becoming like one of these like hardcore right wing, like inflammatory radio broadcasters. You're going to be the next Rush Limbaugh. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly the road that I'm taking. I can picture that happening. People. Yeah. You're going to be chomping a cigar, talking into a gold microphone, telling about how it's poor people's fault mm-hmm. that they're poor. Yeah. I think that's what he does. Um, otherwise, on the podcast <laughs> this week, uh, yeah, there's some otter talk, some hot otter talk. Hotter talk. Hot otter pod. Hotter. <laughs> um, we, uh, most of today's podcast is dedicated to, obviously, love and the surrounding of it, and we try to set up a blind date, and which go, went quite well. I think so. I think so, and just all kinds of love stuff, because it was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. That's your BJ Party Podcast this week. Please enjoy it. Well, it's the day before Valentine's Day, and I hate what cards say in them. They're so cheesy and phony, and I hate it. It's, it's impossible to buy a Valentine's Day card that actually expresses how you really feel. Maybe that's our job, Paul. Maybe we can provide a real Valentine's Day card saying for zoners. Yeah, today on the Afternoon Zone, what you really want to say to the one you love in your Valentine's Day card. I'm buying this card because I feel like I have to. I don't mind hearing you chew. Sometimes I don't want to do hanky-panky, and that doesn't mean I love you any less. It just means that I'm full, tired, and lazy. Thank you for plucking my middle brow and popping my back knee. I love that we're at that point in our relationship where we can rip toots, and it's cool. After the pets, there's no one I'd rather be with. But again, it's after the pets. I'm relatively comfortable. I appreciate the effort you continue to put in sex-wise. The Afternoon Zone with Paul and Jenny. Hi, <laughs> Zone 913. Who's this? Hi, it's Larissa. Hi, Larissa. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? You want to get set up on a, like a blind date for the radio? <laughs> Sounds like the worst idea, but yeah. Oh, I'm yes. so happy that you're doing this. Good for you, Larissa. <laughs> All right, so to start off, here's how we're going to do. We're going to get to know you a little bit, and then we're going to put that out on the radio, and then we're going to see oh who that attracts, like which you know eligible people uh, want to go on a date with you, and we'll pick someone real nice for you, okay? Okay. If no one calls, can you just pretend your phones are broken? <laughs> you got it. Oh, yeah. phones are broken. Oh, yeah. never happened. I can't believe all the phones just don't work. <laughs> or we'll just go with you instead. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no we worries. Have friends? Yeah. So first, just some like super basic stuff. And how old are you? I am 28. Which gender do you identify with? I'm a female. And which gender identity would you be interested in going on a date with? Menly men. Menly men. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right, good. All right, so how would you describe your ideal first date? Uh, lots of laughs, maybe a beer or two, mm-hmm. something where we can talk and there's also a distraction in case it's awkward, like um, mm-hmm. the dogs or a hockey game. And you mentioned dogs. Do you have a dog? I do. What kind? She's a shepherd healer mix, just a mutt. Fun. I love mutts. What do you do for work, Larissa? Um, I work at an animal shelter. Oh. And what do you do for play? 
Um, I hike. I camp. I hang out with my dog. I um, I like to go crabbing mm-hmm. and travel oh. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, politically, are you a yes. Trump fan? <laughs> yeah. Trump oh, no. making America no. great again or worst embarrassment to the United States of all time? So embarrassing. Yes. Okay. No, no Trump. No, yeah, no Trump. And Trump. what are you looking for in a partner? Um, someone who basically just blends pretty well with my lifestyle, like enjoys to go camping and hiking and that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. also introduces me to new things mm-hmm. and is open to trying new things as well. Outdoorsy, yeah. So, so you're, I hear that you're very outdoorsy, but would a uh, night of actually just Netflix and chill, would that be like the worst thing in the world? Or do you like a little downtime too, a little nesting? Um, a little tiny bit is fine, especially if there's food involved. <laughs> oh, and uh, what's your favorite kind of food? Are you what's your like dietary usuals? Are you uh, carnivore, vegan, vegetarian? Um, everything, but definitely a carnivore. Omnivore. Okay, cool. I'm getting a real snapshot of yeah. what the rest is all about. I get it. Awesome. Is, is there anything else you wanted to add? Mm-hmm. Um, must love dogs. Must, must love, love dogs. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, must be a lover of Vancouver Island. Yeah. And I'd say that's it. Okay. Wonderful. So, Larissa, you win. Congratulations. Thank you. The Comfort Zone tickets. We'll get you set up with that. And then we're going to put this out there. And hopefully anyone who wants to go on a date with you, call us now. We'll arrange that. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Sure. I'm proud of you. This is <laughs> this is something. You are brave. That is one thing that yeah. really should be done. You're a very brave person. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, and then also after the date, you have to let us know how it goes. Yes. Sure. That's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Because we're just curious. That's really it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. So we had a bunch of dudes call in. Right. Took all their information, got to know them a little bit. And then we presented Larissa with her choices of these dudes. And she had to make the call. That's right. And swear to God, the person she chose happened to be the last guy who threw his hat in the ring. And it was just Art who works across the hall from us. The news Poor guy. Larissa. The news guy. Poor Larissa. What? There he is. Don't say that. Don't say that, Art. Bring your... <laughs> listen, we talked to Larissa a whole bunch, and she seems like a diamond. I'm sure she's fantastic. Do not fluff this up. Bring your A-game to that game yeah. tomorrow, okay? See, this is the pressure with blind dates. <laughs> Dress nice. Best shoes. Shoes and belt match. Okay? Shoes and belt match? Yeah. Yes. Buy her yes. a beer. Buy her a drink. Yes. Maybe do a thing oh, before there'll be and drinks, after. Paul. There'll be drinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? It's a hockey game. You yeah. have beer at the hockey game. But yeah. what's so great, we learned that they both were reporters at one point. Art now, she used to be a reporter as well. So yes. that's pretty cool. They that have that cool. in common. Yeah. They both love the outdoors, fishing. She crabs, which I think is pretty cool. Mm, that is cool. She can teach mm. you to crab. You can teach her how to fish. She's got a dog. You don't have a dog, right? I don't. But no. you like dogs? Well, who doesn't like dogs? Come on now. Good. Good answer. Right answer. Yeah. Correct. So that this is a weird one, I got to say, but like we just threw Art's name and his stats into the mix with everyone who called, and she picked Art. Kind of weird, man. Mm-hmm. I know. It seems dodgy and dirty pool, but bit. I swear we just threw your name in there, and it's that you're who she picked, Okay. Is it because I was a reporter? I am a reporter? We didn't mention that until after oh, she you picked you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So good luck. Bring your A-game, okay? Do right. not show oh, the pressure. her a bad time. <laughs> Don't talk like that. The pressure. And yes, your shoes and belt got a match. All right. I'm working on that right now. Okay. We're excited to hear how it goes. Good luck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Right. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Art. Good job. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, Jen. Hi. Happy Palentine's to you, my yeah. good pal. Happy Palentine's. Happy Platonic Tines Day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening today on your Palentine's, Galentine's, Valentine's. Schmalentine's. Yeah, for some people, I think it is a Schmalentine's. Yeah, Valentine's, they don't even want anything to do with Valentine's. We love love, Jen. I do love love. Don't you? Yeah. You're you're an interesting little kitten there because you're it's very like uh, you have your boyfriend and I can tell that you love him but you're also like I don't know you I, I have a feeling that if he w- like uh, gave you flowers and was yeah. all mushy and traditional and candy you would punch him in the arm. 
Like, knock it off, nerd, right? Stop that. Yeah. Don't you dare. Um, no, I do like flowers, and I like those little gestures that make me feel special. That's nice. Um, but if, like, when it comes to gifts and stuff like that, you know, I, uh, I feel uncomfortable if people give me, you know, nice gifts. I like flowers too, okay? So flowers are good. Do you know though. what? I don't know why no one buys a boy flowers. Sometimes I would like some flowers. I buy in the my house. boyfriend flowers all Do the you? time. He loves flowers. You're a treasure. So um here's what we want to ask really right now though. We're talking about love and Valentine's and all that. What are some good first date advice? Mm -hmm. God help you if you're on a first date today for Valentine's. That's a tricky situation. Yeah. So we want to give some advice. We want you to text in with some your best first date advice. What do you tell your friends? What do you say in your own mind when you're getting ready for a first date? Mm -hmm. So what's your piece of first date advice? Um, it's pretty simple advice. Don't go to a movie on your first date. You can't mm -hmm. really get to know the person if you're just watching a movie. And you don't want to touch them either. You know, you don't want to oh. put the arm around them because you really don't know them if it's your That's first right. date. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. I agree. Don't get to a movie theater until I'd say second or third date. When mm -hmm. it's okay for you to put your hand on their leg, that's when yep. you go to a movie. Because um, that is lovely. Uh, my piece of advice is uh, go from coffee to drinks and then call it. Nice. Okay? Start with a coffee and a walk, seasonal beverage and a walk somewhere nice. Have a little chat and a walk. Get into a place where we're sitting across each other, a, a cocktail lounge, not a loud bar, right amount of con eye contact, not too much, ask questions, be engaged, get to know them over that drink, and then call it. Mm. Leave them wanting a little bit more. That's my advice. I like that advice, Paul. All right. Any you're liking so far? Yeah. Um, I really like Jordan's advice. This is from their own personal experience. They went for a ghost walk tour <laughs> downtown with a gal. Yes. And another date, they went on uh, a date at Oak Bay Rec for a hot tub and a sauna. And they yeah. both ended up in second dates. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I really like ghost walks. So I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. It's a You don't have to talk too much because you're kind of getting like a presentation you're also walking around victoria but yep. then there's lulls where you can talk about you know the crazy things you're seeing and everything mm -hmm. so I yeah it's a good idea yeah built-in conversation is mm -hmm. kind of nice like that i like the uh, sauna hot tub thing too i like that mm -hmm. um uh, someone says uh, on what date is it appropriate to cook dinner your yourself for you and your lady friend i think as long as they're comfortable coming to your house yeah if that's like established as being an okay thing then yeah, I think dude, go for it. I think uh, you know showing that you've got some moves in the kitchen is a big plus. Man or woman, don't matter. Totally. I don't think it's a first date move. Yeah. I really like the idea of going somewhere public just in case, you know, <laughs> if you haven't met the person. Yeah. Um, so maybe like a second or a third date if it goes well. Um, one says, grab a six-pack, walk to the, to the ocean, and watch the sun go down, and vent about life. Great bonding experience. Mm. Or does it just feel like you're kind of... Moaning and complaining about stuff. Vent, like, what's the venting? Oh, just talk about life. Have a nice little heart-to-heart. -heart. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay, all right. If you're not like, just like sitting there complaining about your boss the I whole hate, time. I hate my job. I hate my kids. I don't like my dog. Poops on my shoes. Could be a little bit much, yeah. Don't do that, yeah. And, by the way, I don't know if you've done a little creeping, but so what a modern thing that happens now in the day of dating. Yeah. But she's been creeping you hard. And not only has she been creeping you, Evidently, her dad looked at your LinkedIn page. LinkedIn getting yeah. in the mix. I just put that together like three days ago. Thank goodness. <laughs> Seriously. Three days ago, date. I just put that together. <laughs> Man, that's brutal. I haven't done any creeping. I don't know her last name, okay. anything. So no I've creeping. done zero creeping. That's I'm not good. a creeper. Yeah. Um, we got a whole bunch of dating advice today from Zoners, mm -hmm. uh, which was really nice. I would love to. Hear would you some. like some? Yeah. Okay. How do you perform on dates oh. to Whoa. begin with? How do you, how are you at first dates? Uh, I don't know. I can't really answer that question. Can I? Can you answer that? How question? do you feel? Do you get a little nervous? Is, do you think it goes well more often than it goes poorly? Well, how many if, second dates do you well, generally you get? get? What's the percentage? Well, if you get a second date, it's usually a good thing. Right? And do so. you? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I okay. Think. Yeah. Right. okay. Yeah. I think right. I'd have a probably a 75% rate. Okay. Not Is that good? Yeah, that's not bad. All right, so Jen, what are some tips? Don't go on your phone. Yeah. Done. I, I've gone to lunch with you, Art. You're on your phone checking your little sports scores and whatever. No, that's news because I'm working during the day. Okay. Um, someone says, 
you know, talking about something you hate or dislike, you know, it could be a good conversation starter. I don't know if I would take that advice. Yeah, don't take that. Maybe start with things that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who knows? You know, I've never felt more of a bond with someone who we both hated the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? Can you tell when someone's fainting interest in something else? In something that you, like, you can tell that they don't care about it, but they're trying to make conversation about oh. it. Is that a good thing? Mm, the eyes glaze no. over thing? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I've learned to recognize it when I bring up Star Wars with Jenny. <laughs> so it's been... <laughs> See, right now, I, I totally blanked out there. I heard the word Star Wars. I, yeah, Wars just thing. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go into my own little world. All right, so no phone. Stay off your phone. Stay off your phone. Stay casual. Listen. Yeah, do a lot of listening. Mm-hmm. Don't... <laughs> Take over the conversation. That's right. Ask questions. Yeah. Be yourself. That's three, four really good points, guys. Yeah? Okay. Is that what you're wearing tonight? Mm, well, I do get off at 5.30 and the game starts at 7. Yeah. So, well, I got to rush home, so... I don't know if I love this water. We'll see when Whoa. we find a room. I was going to say... It looks great. I was going to say Paul gets to... You get to choose what I no, wear. No, you get to decide what you wear. It's your body. It's your, your own look. Do your shoes and belt match? Uh, no. Oh boy. Um, All right. Okay. We're, we're gonna hit men's warehouse or something before <laughs> we go. It's already going south. But thanks for doing that and have fun at the comfort zone tonight with and Larissa. Thank you guys. We're just gonna have some fun, right? Yeah. It'll be good. No. Free it's hockey good. game. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day from the Afternoon Zone. Here are a few Victoria-specific Valentines. I'd swim upstream for you, like the salmon of Goldstream. Here's my number. Call. Would ya? Callwood, Callwood, yeah, yeah. You're more special to me than the BC Fairies clam chowder recipe. I would like to explore your inner harbor with my pickle boat. Whoa! Ah. Our relationship was long and tumultuous, but the experts agreed and it wasn't worth refurbishing, and that's why I'm over the blue bridge and I'm ready to love the gray one. I'll say this when I go to uh, pick out a Valentine card. That um, most places you go to are like the, you know, the kind of the usual suspect types of places like your um, uh, pharmacy stores, right? Mm-hmm. Drug stores. Uh, I went there with uh, Brian Boitano the other day. He was picking out like uh, kids' valentines, you know. And it's all like Spider-Man and PJ Masks. So fun. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, pound puppies. No, what's the thing I like again? Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but then for the adults, everything is so sickly, sweet, colored, glossy, pink. Everything. The whole, like, it, like I just, I gazed at the selection of Valentine's cards and just was like, no, never mind. Yeah. I'll, I'll go home and draw something or I'll just send a nice message. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Does anyone really like getting, like, a really cheesy hall- Hallmark Card, card, yeah. That just says, "You are my Valentine forever. You are mine," or something like that. Do people like that with like the hearts and the flowers on the sides? Yeah, and then just like a name at the bottom. Like, can a can a nice like love Valentine not have a picture of anything else, or you know, like a nice river in the woods, or I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like something just pleasant to look at. That's not that like sickening pink color. Right. Why it's, is that? Is that like a uh? This is for your girlfriend. This ought to shut her up. This is like the this is the mindset I feel like. Yeah, uh, get I your girlfriend not. this. Uh, girls like pink. Just get her a pink card. Like that's Ugh. the patriarchal feel that I get when I look at that aisle of cards. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, can it not be something else? Or how about is the card for me as a boy and I don't like pink so much? Do you know what I mean? Like, I get. And by the way, Valentine's huge business. Every time you go to these stores. Day before or day of on Valentine's Day, it is jam-packed with guys mm-hmm. looking for a card for their girls, their wives. Yeah. Why pink always? Why is that our option? I, I can't tell you that, but I think it would it would do really well if someone made Valentine's, like for kids, but for yeah. adults as well. I mean, I guess you could do that. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure if I were your, you know, significant other, yeah. I'd give you a, probably a Star Wars card with right. a heart, you know? Thank you. I wouldn't give you that pink yes. um, heart stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your happy Valentine's from your favorite sports team. Exactly. Sports team's leaving some money on the table with this, by the way. Do a sports team Valentine card. Do uh yeah. That's smart. Um, 
Happy Valentine's Day from your favorite Netflix show, Manhunt Unabomber. <laughs> right? Yeah. And Paul Bettany there dressed as Ed, Ted Kaczynski. I like it. Mm-hmm. This is the pink in the hearts. Enough already with that. <laughs> Valentine's Day with the Royals. You know that kiss cam's going to be popping <laughs> tonight, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Royals game would be a good first date, don't you think? Oh, it would be. And then maybe you would get on the kiss cam. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> because you know what? I see plenty of people, they get on the kiss cam and they just start going like this. No, 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 no. They start pulling the like. Yeah, but if you're on a first date and you're not really sure about the person and then you get on the kiss cam, it's mm-hmm. like very awkward, I'm sure. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, I don't think we're there yet. Sorry. Yeah. Or if you go in and it's just terrible and then everyone is watching. It's, Sorry, I'm no, thinking so true. negatively about I, it. I know, it I know, could be I know. a magical thing. You know, it could take that relationship to the next step. It could get you that second date. Maybe it's like a... You should talk about that before going into the game. You know, be like, okay, kiss cam if that happens, yeah, where we stand. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's you a know? Really good idea, yeah. What are we going to do here? Are we going for it? How about, a, how about I peck you on the cheek or something? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your hand and I'll kiss it. Yes, it's good. This is all good. I'm laughing, but it's true. It's like, yes, you should... Yeah, have these things kind of planned out. And that good communication is just, that's what a relationship is built on, no matter what, right? Look at us, giving you advice. Yes. Yeah, let's just, okay. So, and because that you can, and you know what, it's true. Like, that's, I always, it sounds like a goofy thing, but I always would throw things out. And maybe it's awkward, and maybe it's not the suave thing to do. You're supposed to just hook around the waist and pull her in, plant a smooch on her. But I would Mm -hmm. always be like, hey, just so you're aware. There's a kiss coming your way in a little while. And then the girl will be like, tee! Right? Or like, no, there isn't. Oh, uh, I never got the no, there isn't. Oh, sure. Girls really like oh, me. Oh, sure. Girls really like being kissed by old Paul Plus. Oh, oh, well, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Jen and I, uh, yesterday and today and the day before yesterday, <laughs> were uh, in our best diapers and wings and bow and arrow and quivers. Ah, yes. Because? We were playing Cupid. Yes. 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 Uh, we uh, so I wanted to set up a zoner, whoever wanted to call in and be set up on a date. And uh, I think we really lucked out mm-hmm. with Larissa. Mm-hmm. What a sweetheart. What a nice person, um, you know, who wanted just be, to go out on a date, outgoing in that way, you know, fearless, brave, I would say, to call into a dopey radio show <laughs> and get set up with whoever to go yeah. on a on a blind date with? It's risky. Yeah, it's, it's risky. Brave. Super brave. Mm-hmm. But Larissa was a real champ, and we found of all the people we could pull from, um, the best shot was for her to go on a blind date with our news reporter, intrepid news reporter Art Aronson. And so last night, they went out to the Royals game, and they sat in the comfort zone, and they had their first blind date. And now, obviously, as a couple of curious cupids we are... <laughs> We want to know how it went. Hey, guys. Do you have a good Valentine's? I did. I did, did. too. Yes. Yeah. Me, too. <laughs> you did, too. <laughs> Larissa, do not sugarcoat just because <laughs> Art is 35 feet away from us right now. You can't I hear knew us he would all. be right there. I knew it. No, no, no. He can't hear us. He's out of the room. I wanted nothing to do with him. We want to hear what you thought really but yeah, but this is going on the radio. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's really um, no, I had fun. It was actually good, and I appreciate you guys hooking me up with the hockey tickets, and I had never been on a blind date before, so wow. that oh, was pretty cool, cool to experience. Yeah. That's good. How was the rapport between the two of you? I, it was fun, yeah. I felt like it was pretty easy going and didn't really feel like a date. It wasn't awkward or anything. Wow, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I found, here's my... Um, what happened when I came up there is that I noticed right away that uh, you were both in an engaged uh, stance. You weren't just like kind of <laughs> leaning back and ignoring each other. Art was actually like well, kind of on the edge of his seat in the comfort mm. zone and like pointing at something. Uh, he was using his whole arm and he was like pointing out at something and explaining something, chatting away and like. Really engaged, and I was like, good for you, Art. That's the A game. Bring it, kid. He was totally in his element. He was probably at that moment explaining what offside meant because I had no clue what was going on. So he was, yeah, he totally knew what he was doing. Okay, but then did he, you know, allow you to get a word in edgewise? Like, was it uh, good back and forth? Oh, for sure, yeah. We talked about other things other than sports. We definitely had 
few things in common, like places we've traveled or we live in the same neighborhood. So, yeah, yeah it was fairly, fairly easy. That's awesome. I heard you were swept up to the, the suite at some point, too, <laughs> and you had a party that you went to. <laughs> Yeah, we just joined in the queues, uh, singles, mingle, whatever it was, and that was pretty good. I enjoyed people watching from up there. (laughs) I bet. Perfect spot for that. Yeah. Uh, and then after the game, what happens? Oh, well, we both worked in the morning, so that was basically it. He drove me home, but... um, Yeah, he had flowers when he picked me up, so that was pretty sweet. What? I know. Good guy. Atta boy. Yeah, I know. I've never had flowers on a first date before. That's That's nice, right? Yeah. You don't have to go over the... I hope they weren't over the top flowers, but just like a couple of posies makes all the difference, right? Just a few tulips. It was perfect. That's the perfect show update. Yeah, I love (laughs) that. Um, Now, I know after like one date, it's hard to tell if like things are, are, you know, going to work out or not, but do you at least see like a friendship coming out of this? Yeah, I could see that. Definitely. Maybe running into each other in the neighborhood or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good with whatever happens. Nice. That's good. That's all, that's all we can ask for. This is great. This is fantastic. I'm just glad you had a good time because the last thing we wanted to set you up with was a bad night. Yeah. No, you definitely didn't do that. It was awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, our pleasure. And thank you for being such a good sport and being so fun about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no worries. All right. We'll see you down at Dallas Road walking that dog here sometime. You bet. I'll be looking for Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Into you, I guess. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, okay, Larissa. Take care. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Bye. 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 The Afternoon's Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. Oh, uh, look who joins us in the, in the studio now. Art Aronson and Shepard News Yay, reporter. Art! Okay, thank Art. you. Thank you, guys. Um, we don't want to get too uh, into it. We just have yeah. one question. Actually, this question comes off the text line from a zoner. Did his belt and shoes match? <laughs> oh, uh, I, you know what? Because yesterday... Paul was giving me crap that my belt didn't match my shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were both brown, but not the same shade of brown. Yeah. So, you know what I did? I went home and I put on a darker pair of shoes, Whoa. which helped to match the belt. Good stuff. I'm sure but nobody noticed at nobody all. Noticed. No one pays stuff. attention to that sort of stuff. Stop. Nobody Some noticed. Some people do. I do. Some people do. She might have. But you weren't going on a date with Paul Plastino. No, and, thankfully. Yeah. You also went, I noticed, between work and the game, changed your sweater because you're wearing kind of a very dad sweater that I wasn't into at all. (laughs) And then you went home and you put on a different sweater that was a lot nicer, I must say. The fact that I allow you to uh, influence what I wear is a little bit sad. Jenny... Not impressed with it. No, but. don't don't ever listen to Paul. Don't take advice from Always him. Always listen to me. No. I'm He's sorry. wearing a really nice shirt today. It's a graph paper shirt. Still. Really he really nice. loves math. Art Aronson, everybody. <laughs> Good job going on a date yesterday. Thanks, guys. I didn't really ask you, Jen, but you had a nice Valentine's Day yesterday? Yeah, it was great. I uh, picked up my, you know, crutch-walking boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He can barely walk because he just had uh, surgery. And then we ordered some pizzas nice. to my house. And Were I, they heart-shaped pizzas? No, they, they didn't do that, I don't think. Or maybe oh. was I supposed to special order that? Is that a thing? I don't know. Okay. I yeah. just think... I don't really okay, care look for that. It. I used to really go in for the heart-shaped pizza. I used to like... That was the tradition when I was like a kid. I was like, come on, babe. We're going for heart-shaped pizzas. Ha <laughs> mm-hmm. um, And then now that I think about it, it's just like, wait a minute. It's less pizza. It's less pizza. It's yeah. gotta be. It's no, it's no good. Yeah, so, and now I simply would not choose as a human partner someone who would take less pizza. (laughs) Pizza being a love of life is a big priority for me in choosing a mate. Yeah, and then I did a a Bob Ross night, so I set up some paints and we watched Bob Ross and we painted. Did I see the picture on Instagram? Did you actually paint that? Yeah, I just followed the steps, man. Wow. Thanks. You're yeah, you're very talented. And then um, my boyfriend was getting very frustrated. He's a perfectionist and was you know getting very frustrated that I wasn't looking like Bob's. No one's could ever look like Bob's. Okay, course, yeah. you know you just gotta lower your standards a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he surprised me at the end reveal, and it said red rum in like red, <laughs> and, and like, it looked like blood was all over it. So it was really a masterpiece. <laughs> he just gave up and <laughs> went dark with it. Yeah, were you a little like, oh boy, I don't yeah. want to. Sleep in the same bed oh, now. No, I was like, that's why I love you. <laughs> um, that's nice. How about you? Um, look, I'm pretty chill because I had the Rawls game and everything last night. But I am thinking about, you know, you got to do, you know, Valentine's is one of those things. It's like I really, 
I want to be all curmudgeonly and like, stupid holiday, sell cards, right? But a nice message of love Mm -hmm. is well appreciated on any day. If you want to just, you know, an extra, I don't know, pinch on the bum to your partner (laughs) or, you know, write them a nice card or make them a card or don't spend any money, you know what I mean? But just like tell them that you love them. A good excuse to do it. It makes me really happy when I hear that people do get into a little bit of the Valentine's Day spirit. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Can I read you a message? Please. Josh writes, 10 years ago, I took a gal out on our first date on Valentine's Day. Tea and Bailey's by the beach fire won her over with my wood chopping skills. <laughs> Best part is she tried to bail out last minute because it was too much pressure on our first date. Being on Valentine's Day, right? Right. That's a lot of pressure. That's brutal. He says... Now happily married with two kids. Oh, that's a success story. I love that. I love that. that. I love everything about that. Mm-hmm. Guys, we didn't talk about this yesterday when our like first date tips. Chop wood. <laughs> if a dude shows up and he's just like, just gonna get this fire started first, and he starts like just chopping wood, right? And you're like, that just shows your muscles all glistening in the yeah. sun and everything. Doesn't matter where you are. Take her out to a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Just be sure that night you chop some wood, okay? Yeah. Just introduce the axe in a chill way. <laughs> Don't show up with an axe to pick her up. Welcome to my house. Here's my axe. <laughs> hey, Jen. Happy. World Radio Day. Yeah, happy Radio Day. What a lovely thing. This is a big day for us, kind of. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really nice. I uh, I was thinking about, uh, you know, this thing of ours. Mm-hmm. That's what the that's what the mafia calls it. Do you know that? <laughs> the Costa Nostra. That's what I think. That's what that actually translates to in Italian is this thing of ours. Oh, it's so mysterious. There's no such thing as the mafia, but this, this thing that we're doing, this uh, loan sharking and beating people up and breaking their legs. So anyways, this thing of ours, yes. radio, um, yeah, you know, I always, because I guess I hate myself and I uh, want to hurt myself, like I'm practically like one of those guys who whips his back with nails or whatever. I like to read when people chirp us on Reddit. Me too. I get this weird thrill from it. But sometimes it does make me sad. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting hearing what people think and the questions that they have about mm-hmm. radio. For sure. I. It's funny because, like, yeah, there's a few things that people who don't like us or whatever. But then it's, it's funny because people seem to have, like, a lot of misconceptions about what actually goes on here. And then, of course, because it's the internet mm-hmm. and people want to take it to the extreme of, like, the negative aspect, there's a lot of, like... What even point does terrestrial radio even have in 2018? Mm-hmm. They should tear down the transmitters. And, like, I saw one post that was, like, if they freed up the the radio waves in the air, that people maybe could have faster internet service what? or something no. like that, right? And it's just, like, <laughs> so it's the question of, like, what does radio even, what does it do in 2018? How does it work? And, and why is it still around? And yeah. how does the music get to the air? And that, all yeah. these different questions um, that people have on the internet and speculate, mm-hmm. but are often incorrect. Yes. There's a lot of misconceptions for sure. Yeah. So I, I think it'd be kind of cool since it is National Radio Day mm-hmm. to take it and allow zoners to ask questions about radio. If sure. you have any questions about how things work, how we specifically got into radio, sure. why we think radio is important, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to open that up to our text line. We're throwing it up to like an ask me anything. Yeah. Personally, it's like I love the radio. I love listening to things all the time, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like my listening diet is nonstop. I don't watch much TV. I listen constantly. I listen to music radio like The Zone. I listen to podcasts constantly and all kinds. And I listen to, you know, talk radio. Just I love listening. And the reason why, and this is, this is one question I just want to get off, is why terrestrial, why local radio, why FM radio like this? I feel if it's done well, mm-hmm. and this is one thing we pride ourselves here at The Zone, is like it connects it to the community. Mm-hmm. You should feel like you couldn't get this radio station in any other city in the world. And it doesn't sound like any other city in the world's radio station. And that, to me, was always the most valuable thing of local FM radio. So that's me. But Mm -hmm. uh, we'll continue on. Uh, Yes, it is our thing. But yes, you know, you're listening to it. So hopefully you've carved out a a place in your life, you know, in your media spectrum for radio. So if you have any questions about anything, we'll be taking calls, texts, Facebook all day long and answering those. Yeah. Nice. Dan says, why did you join the radio, Jenny? Hmm. Um, 
the reason why I got into radio is uh, when I was in high school, I was a drama nerd. I was really into performance art and, uh, you know, like set design and things like that, running the soundboard, running the light board. And my parents were both into theater. They met in mm. theater school wow. and uh, they tried to make that work for their careers. Unfortunately, it didn't. And I saw that firsthand, obviously. And yeah. when telling them that I was really passionate about acting, they're like, you know, it is a tough, it's a tough thing to get into. Um, you know, maybe there's other options. And then upon looking at uh, BCIT, and I also had, you know, a, a huge love for music, playing music myself too. I knew that I wanted to combine all of those things. <laughs> and uh, BCIT was offering a program called Radio Arts and Entertainment. My mm -hmm. sister was going there for real estate and said that I would be a good fit for that. And I never even thought about having, you know, radio host as a job. It was just some one of those, like, dream things. You never think about yourself actually doing it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, to take two years and get a, a certificate and then get into radio is pretty easy and uh, just felt right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not that I want to ask, but um, same for me and I think for John Williams and for Dylan, all of us, same thing. We all kind of come from that creative drama thing, like yeah. the drama arts in high school. And um, yeah, you learn pretty quickly after that. Like I even took like an acting class, like a theater class or something in university and it's not the same. It's not fun. Being an actor is so Hard. It's hard. It's <laughs> really hard. Not even like to make it or whatever, but it's so like, oh, get in touch with the worst of your feelings and all that. And like emote so hard. Yeah, it's brutal. And But same thing, like I think that's why we all wound up in radio is that, that here we get to just do kind of the, most of the fun part of it yeah, as well. Or like the real, like the realistic or the genuine part of it as well as just be creative every day. And also have that steady paycheck was the main thing for me as well. You know, <laughs> once you get a gig, it's not like, oh, it's done in a few weeks and that's it. It's mm -hmm. like, no, you got a job. Yeah. You can stay here and continue to be creative. Um, uh, Liz wants to know, uh, can you explain how the songs get their rankings in the top 21? Uh, when I tune in on Saturday, the countdown is already underway. So sorry if you explained this at the start of the show. Um, no, I don't usually... As far as I understand, Brian prints out the list for me. Brian, the music director, prints out the list of the top 21 songs. And those are ranked, I'm pretty sure, by spins of the week. Mm. So it means that, like, what songs get played the most throughout the week. And that's why, you know, generally within the categories of the songs, they play around the same amount. But that's how, like, requests and, uh, you know, if things kind of are more or less popular and we know that and we're dropping or adding things throughout the week, that's how they get those rankings of, like, so making a request on the radio actually scooches your song probably up the countdown mm -hmm. significantly. So that's kind of how that works. It's based on how much it gets played throughout the week. Cool. Good question, you guys. A dog from Ladysmith, Miss Andy, won best in breed at the Westminster Dog Show. Today on the Afternoon Zone, we just want to say, Miss Andy, you are a very good dog. You're a good doggy. You're such a good, 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 good boy, boy, girl. You're good You're such a good girl. I'm scratches and treats. Scratch them. Give me that belly. A little tickle on a belly. Man, I'm really enjoying this story today that uh, McDonald's is going to roll cheeseburgers out of their Happy Meals. Uh, first of all, it's McDonald's. <laughs> also, I don't like this story. Yeah, what's up? Why? I... <sighs> okay, I'm not going to get too heated about this. Yeah, you, I... I told you this earlier and you got like, you were throwing punches at me. Yeah, not at you specifically, at the universe. Mm -hmm. um, I love cheeseburgers. And as an adult, I love getting a cheeseburger happy meal. That is okay. such a good move. It's the yes. perfect amount of food yes. that I like. And okay. when I go to McDonald's, I want to have that feeling of the after McDonald's. You know, have that kind of guilt. <laughs> I want to feel bad about myself because I did something that maybe I shouldn't have done. Okay. And I love that. And I love that you can go there and eat crap. And it's so delicious. I and that's too, that's yeah. why I love McDonald's uh -huh. so much. And it should own that. That's what I, I think. I don't know. All right. Jen, <laughs> you are an adult. You're a full grown-ass woman. You can say that. So, yeah, for you to go a reasonable amount of times in your life mm -hmm. and get a cheesy bee, mm -hmm. a little cheeky cheeseburger, I like to call it, <laughs> you may. Mm -hmm. And, in fact... If you go to McDonald's and still ask for a, like, specifically if you ask for a cheeseburger happy meal, they know exactly what you're talking about. They're not going to pull some, like, uh, 
there weren't no cheeseburgers here and they're everywhere. And then like shut the drawer on, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. No, you can still get that. They're just taking it off the menu as a thing children can just point to. Again, the Happy Meal, I can understand you get it. Mm-hmm. I like ordering a kids meal all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's for children. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're just trying to cut down on how much sugar and salt little kids are cramming down their gullets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they say even by just like, look it, they'll still give you a soda pop with your Happy Meal. But since they took that off the mm-hmm. the menu, officially, kids are drinking less soda pop. Good that's, for them. That's, that's good. good. That's good. But it kind of it hurts because when I go back into my Jen- Jenny memory land uh-huh. as a young child and I couldn't say burger properly, I would say burger. I sounded like I had a Boston accent. Burger. And I remember pointing, doing exactly what you just said yes. and pointing to the cheeseburger uh-huh. and asking for a cheeseburger Happy Meal. <laughs> yes. And now kids won't have that in their memory boxes. And that no. makes me sad. Oh, okay? I'm sorry. It's yeah. okay. All right. That's fair. I think you came out of a childhood filled with cheeseburgers, kid. Yeah. Relatively unscathed, but I think that there's a lot of really unhealthy kids running around. <laughs> And for them, if you just think of the children just for a sec, Mm. it's probably a good move for McDonald's to do. And hey, and again, and by the way, this is not stopping you from having a cheesy beef from McDonald's. McDonald's. Anytime that you feel like going through a McDonald's drive-thru. McDonald's. (laughs) Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the afternoon zone. Jenny has been teasing me all day about this thing she wants to tell me about. Okay. Okay. Are you really ready? Can you be ready about it? it? Okay. All right. Uh, There's this woman who got married to a 300-year-old pirate ghost. Okay. Do you have any questions about it? Many. Okay, ask me some questions about it. <sighs> Why? No, wait. <laughs> Why? In what way? How did okay. she marry a 300-year-old pirate ghost? So obviously she is tapped into something. You know, she can feel spirits, and she noticed that one of these spirits was a 300-year-old pirate ghost that was uh-huh. living with her. So every night, you know, they, they kind of had a connection and oh. um, in every single way that you would in a relationship. She also knows that he likes rum and leaves out rum for him every night, has like a little pirate kind of shrine okay. for him. and uh, like Santa Claus? Um. No, 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 because they have they do everything in a relationship that you would. Um, thank you for the music that okay. you would. Why don't you regular. say the words you wrote? The made me write words down on our whiteboard. <laughs> Why don't you say the words that okay. are in the words? Um, so you were wondering, like in every way of the relationship, they do get intimate and they have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's before I wanted to say. They have. Spiritual sex. It's a thing. <laughs> um, really? So what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know how to, how they do that exactly. That's but just she what can she's feel reporting. the weight of the person. Oh, boy. And it's there. It, it, they do spiritual ghost sex. Uh-huh. And they got married. And uh, Did people show up to the wedding? Did she yeah, send an invitation? Yeah, all her friends. Her friends are up? supportive. All of her medium friends and uh, oh, wow. spiritual friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, instead of, well, there's like, how do you do the rings, right? Because uh-huh, yeah. you can't get married unless both sides has consent. So they hired a medium to be there at the wedding and to like translate and stuff. And then instead of putting the ring on a finger, because there's no ghost finger to put it on, sure. she put it on a candle. Okay. And then there was a picture of Captain Jack Sparrow behind them. Okay, see. And- <laughs> yeah. Okay. His name was Jack. Yeah. So this is a thing here that as a pirate enthusiast myself, sure, I'd love to think that every pirate of the olden days, every 300-year-old ghost pirate looked like Johnny Depp. But guess what? For the most part, they didn't. No. They were a lot uglier. Yeah. So. We don't know what he looks like. Are you Never so happy that you got to tell the story about the ghost yeah, pirate? Yeah, especially it inspires me for my future. Okay, <laughs> a couple of questions have come in about your story about the woman who married a ghost pirate. Yeah. Uh, number one, uh, she said, uh, this text message says, uh, did she not, all in caps, did she not watch the Star Trek episode where Beverly Crusher thought she was in love with a ghost, but it was an evil, abusive alien boyfriend? Oh, no! Did I or did she? Did Both you? of us probably did not. Yes. But 
I should email that to her. Yeah, you should watch it also. And I should watch it. Yeah, great that episode. sounds like a great episode. Classic episode, sounds yes. good, yeah. Uh, then this one says, uh, was Ghost Ship of Cannibal Rats their wedding song? Do you remember that song from Billy Talent that came out? They like to like a call out, like everyone say cannibal rats. <laughs> <laughs> this is quarter to news in the afternoon zone. Here's Jenny West. Yeah, so more heartbreaking details are coming in about the mass shooting at a Florida high school. U.S. President Donald Trump says America is in mourning and searching for answers. Our entire nation, with one heavy heart, is praying for the victims and their families. A 19-year-old former student with his own AR-15 rifle was charged with 17 counts of premeditated murder this morning following the deadliest school shooting in the U.S. in five years. 14 wounded survivors are hospitalized and Trump's speech did not mention anything about gun control, instead focusing on mental illness for the rampage. I'm hearing a, so much, like my social media is blowing up mm-hmm. about um, the gun control uh, issue again, as it, as it usually does. And uh, it's horrible that it feels kind of routine, mm-hmm. right? This happens so often, happens so routinely, and the same people kind of saying the same things. But this one feels a little bit more again. You know, this one feels like, and I, and I wonder, and it's clear that Trump's administration is not going to do anything about their guns, but I wonder if there is enough power you know, whether it's through the Democrats or through other Republicans, you know, who are in Congress or whatever, if they're going to be able to do anything Mm -hmm. about it, because it feels like the outcry is just more and more. And what I thought, what I saw was incredibly powerful was one of the students who was in the school when Mm. the shooting happened. Uh, He was like the journalism student there and and does his own reporting. And he got video and audio of the students um, talking about gun control. And one of the students was... um, admitting that before this happened, they were incredibly into uh, guns. They mm-hmm. found it fascinating. They had a birthday party planned at a, at a gun shooting range. And, mm-hmm. and now the thought of ever being behind a gun or anyone ever having a gun just m- makes them want to just crumble Ugh. and has totally changed their mind about mm-hmm. gun control uh, laws. And it, it was just really powerful to see all these students now kind of understand it. But the fact that they had to go through that mm-hmm. in order to understand it is just... Heartbreaking. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, yeah, it's a hard. Whew, it's a hard one to talk about for sure, too. <laughs> uh, Victoria Police is asking to talk to anybody who witnessed a downtown incident related to an attempted car burglary last night. Officers were called to the intersection of Johnson and Blanchard for a man doing mischief to a car that was just after six thirty last night. Mm. The man was arrested, but police still want more details and are asking for witnesses. I've been hearing a lot about car break-ins and things this week. Really? Uh, my roommate just had her car broken into. My friend uh, Neville just had his guitar stolen from a parkade. No. And yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that. So hopefully we can crack down and get some people caught yeah. in the act. Um, it's also a good reminder just to not leave valuables in your car. Yeah. I know I had another friend too whose uh, window was smashed out and like hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff was taken out of it. I know it's like... I got my stuff with me, and what am I going to do, right? Like, what do I do? But I never leave anything. I learned for years of driving a convertible where literally there's breaking into it. Just reach in. Yeah. Right? Do not leave anything of any value in your car. I think the main thing for me would just be the inconvenience of the broken window and having to pay for that, right? Mm -hmm. But would people be willing to break a window for CDs? Because I have a lot of CDs in my car just strewn about. Do people care about that? Because I don't care about the CDs. It's just I don't want my car broken into for them. Tough to make that call because it's hard to put yourself in the mindset of a person who's desperate or, um, you know, motivated to break someone's window and bust into their car Mm -hmm. at all. Can you get money for CDs these days? I assume you can get a few shekels. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Mm. So... But no, you're right. It's probably not as much as, say, a guitar or other yeah. kind of gear like that. I would take them out, though, if I were you. You get a CD player in your car? Oh, yeah. Do you not have a hole? A hole? What do you mean? <laughs> an auxiliary jack. No, I don't. It's an phone. older car. Oh. Yeah. I know. You gotta get the hole, think. kid. <laughs> that's what they call it? The yeah. hole for the iPod. Yeah. That's all for I For your want. MP3 player. That's right. That's all I need is a FM radio and a <laughs> hole. <laughs> 
Oh, this is interesting news. A uh, 30-year-old transgender woman has become the first officially recorded to breastfeed her baby. Oh, wow. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Um, an experimental three-and-a-half-month treatment, which included hormones, uh, nausea drug, and breast stimulation, enabled the woman to produce 227 grams of milk a day. And yet, this is a bit below the average of around 500 grams that a baby consumes by the time it is five days old, but it's still, I think, incredibly significant and gives some hope to transgender women who want to breastfeed but don't feel they have the opportunity to do so. So oh. hopefully that continues. Uh, a veterinary hospital in Victoria is warning dog owners to watch it if otters are nearby. A Facebook post from the Kindred Spirits Veterinary Hospital says the vet Claudia Campbell's golden retriever named Goldie, uh, she was with uh, the dog walker on Dallas Road. The dog went into the water and uh, was curious about some otters that it saw, so it swam up to it. Turns out there were three otters. They grabbed the dog and tried to drown it. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That's and they like terrifying. pulled it completely under the water, except for his little nose was uh, poking up from the water and was Ugh. able to get away. Um, luckily, yeah, it was pulled into safety with just minor injuries. And uh, the dog walker was wet and cold as well because yeah. went in to go uh, save the dog. A little bit of bites here and there, though. Seriously, then she had to go in after the dog, right? Yeah, and, and like, save the dog. It was yeah. a 60 pound dog and then three otters. So it was a pretty fair match there. Okay, otters are adorable. Right? And yeah, they hold hands because they're in love and everything like that. They're evil creatures. They really are. Yeah, if oh. you think about them. It's, a, you know, like, yeah, 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 they're a part of nature and our ecosystem and let's all protect them and whatever. But beware. Sneaky eyes and bitey teeth. And they try to drown a dog. Yeah. That's it. You beat into a dog, game over. I saw a deer be mean to a dog once. That was it. No more question about the deer. In Oak Bay. Do whatever you want with them. Yeah. You're mean to a dog, you're done. Deer, otters, you just made the list. We had an otter under our house having babies. And apparently they get incredibly aggressive. So every time we'd walk around our house, we'd have to like be sneaky because there could be an otter attacking our ankles at any point. Uh Yeah. And they smell too. Okay. That's enough otters. All right. Bye, otters. You're done the podcast. You did it. Thanks for listening the whole way through. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks a whole mint for doing that. You can catch our show on the weekdays in the zone at 91.3 on your FM dial. Or you can listen to it online anywhere, really, wherever you hear radio online. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to it on the Alexa thing. Yeah, the wiretap FBI thing that you put in your own house. Exactly. That Roomba thing that you put in there. That's right. The Roomba that you... Wiretap your own house. Yeah, with. the SpaceX Roomba, I think uh-huh. is what it's called. That's right, that's right. Boring company Elon Musk is listening to you breathe. Yeah. Uh huh. You can listen to us on that. You can. And uh, <laughs> thanks a bunch for listening to this. You can leave a review if you feel inclined to do that. Please. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>